This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. And we are continuing somewhat boot camp topic to some degree, and, and this topic came up when we were at boot camp and, and uh, Robbie's talk on God as Father, and it actually comes up in that talk all the time. Mm. But Andy, you want to share with us what we're going to be talking about today? So we're going to be talking about, you know, the the glory that we carry that God puts in us. He, he's given each one of us a glory, something that is a reflection or a attribute, something of him that he puts in us that we are able to reflect back and for humanity to see and for God to see to bring him glory. And it's just that that special whatever, sauce is what we call it, <laughs> but that special, um, what makes that person unique? Mm-hmm. What makes that person change the, the world, change the environment that's around them and what God puts in them and just kind of calling that out. We're, what we're doing is calling it out in each other. Mm-hmm. And we're not doing this to sit around and glorify one another. We're actually glorifying God in doing it. But hopefully we're setting an example to give the listeners an idea because I think it's important we as Christians of the enemy tries to put labels on us so much. And it's our job to, God will tell us a lot of times what our glory is, but also I think it's important he gives us the vision, Robbie's word, to see what the glory is in somebody else and to call that out on them can be a great encouragement to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely can. Absolutely can. You know, you were saying before the last show ended, you know, it's, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. You know, so how, how nice would it be to, not the Jolly of the Month Club, no. like in right. Christmas Vacation, but yep. it's close, Yeah, but it's better. I can tell you, there. my daughter wrote, wrote a card to me last year. I, I She got me a nice shirt and stuff like that. But what I remember is that card yeah. and the things that she said in it made a heck of a lot more impact to me than that shirt and not to, <laughs> it was a really nice shirt too. You know, it was just, uh, those things matter. Those things are what help bring us alive. Not that we're getting our validation from them, but they're an encouragement to us. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I will actually go first, you know, cause I have the controls over here. So I picked, picked first. And so, I, go ahead. It only makes sense. It only makes sense <laughs> yeah. if I go first. It only makes sense for me. Um, so I had Harold. And so as soon as I knew I had Harold, there was only one clip that came to mind. I mean, there, there was plenty I could have picked from, but it was like, oh no, this is the clip. And I'm reluctant to even set it up because then he'll know what the clip is. But if I don't set it up, then the listeners won't know what the clip is. But you know what? I'll tell you about Which it Which is more dead. important? Eh, the listeners will figure it out. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards, but I'm going to go ahead and play Harold's clip, and then I'll tell you why I picked that clip for him. So, here we go. Hey, old man. How's that barbecue? Give me some. 
busy before I get lost, all right? What did you say? Here's a perfect example of what I've been talking about. Since this boy was suckling on his mama, he's been given everything but discipline. And now his idea of courage and manhood is to get together with a bunch of punk friends and ride around irritating folks too good-natured to put a stop to it. Hey, who do you think you are, huh? Just dumb kids, huh? Don't kill him. Hug McCann. I fought in two world wars and countless smaller ones on three continents. I led thousands of men into battle with everything from horses and swords to artillery and tanks. I've seen the headwaters of the Nile and tribes of natives no white man had ever seen before. I've won and lost a dozen fortunes, killed many men, and loved only one woman with a passion a flea like you could never begin to understand. That's who I am. <laughs> okay, so what's going on there? If you haven't heard it, then we'll talk about it. Um, Hub McCann had just got in, gotten out of the uh, hospital for having a heart attack, and they go to a barbecue joint, and they're having some barbecue, and these teenage kids come in and start wanting to try to pick a fight a little bit, and that's what you hear going on. And and so as I, I knew I had Harold, this clip came obviously to mind for a lot of reasons, and it had to do with the part at the end you know, where he said, you know, I've loved only one woman, because if you've known Harold for any length of time, you know that he's been married 61 years? Is that right? 59 and a half. 59. It seems longer. (laughs) (laughs) We've we've known one another 61. There we go. That's what it is. Yeah. So I've loved her even before I married her. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's always a good plan. That's a good plan. Yeah. Um, But couldn't you just hear, I've done thousands of punch cards, you know, you know, just going on. Yeah. I kicked a bunch of boxes. You know, you just fill in the bikes. But no. This clip was Harold because if you know Harold is passionate about something, oh my gosh, he will fight tooth and nail for it. You know, and it's a good thing. And I think there was a lot of years the enemy came after you for that passion, Harold, and said, you know, your anger and all that was a bad thing. And it can be when we let the enemy take it in the wrong direction. But oh my gosh, you are a powerful man. You know, I give you a hard time about, you know, not being tall, but I would not mess with you, Harold. You are a powerful man. And when you are engaged in something it will happen it, you are determined and you're going to make it work and it, you just amaze me and so th- that was a clip that came to mind would anyone else like to add anything in oh of course i knew you would <laughs> <laughs> yeah i you know it kind of surprised me at first but the more you like you you say it you know and, I, and there's so much about that clip that where he, he's giving you an i am statement mm-hmm. which is a significant thing to really even consider about yourself, if, you know, when you say I am, I am what, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's a really deep thing. But what, what I know about Harold is there are friends and there are friends, right? <laughs> I mean, this man, like, that, that's another aspect to all yeah. of us, right? That, that, his loyalty, like, when he says he's going to do something for you, you can just mark it down. Like, this is absolutely, positively going to happen. And so, Hub McMahon, you know, it was very much along those lines. Like, you mess with his brother, you'd be in a bad way. You mess yeah. with the kid, you're going to be in a bad way. You mess with somebody that Harold loves, you're going to be in a bad way. I mean, he is, he, he is truly an ally from the standpoint, if it's your fight, it's his fight. Mm-hmm. When my dad fell that night, you know who the first person in the hospital was? He was there before I was there. 
as I recall. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was right there. Yeah. And with Jan. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm telling you, it, it, you know, Mark 1030 says you're going to have 100 mothers and sisters and brothers. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Harold is one you want. Yeah. Yeah, I've shared this story before on the air about Harold, but I remember we'd planned a, a birthday celebration for Harold mm-hmm. and Harold called an audible and he's like texted all of a sudden <laughs> said, Hey, I'm not going to be there tonight. I can't make it. I had family come in and we had the whole show. We had, mm. we had duped him. We told him it was about something else. We even had clips out there about something else and it was not about the show. It was all about him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's not coming in. And so I just called him and I said, Harold, I can't tell you why, but you need to be here. I know you got family in town, but I need you here. And he didn't say anything, but I'm on my way. Mm. And he, he left the family and came in and mm. was here because I was like, oh, my gosh, we don't have a show. <laughs> if Harold doesn't come in, we're stuck, you know. Yep. And so just his determination and his loyalty is just key, you know, and you see that play out. So this goes back to the clip kind of, too. So the hey, old man part. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> actually, it is, actually, it is because Hub and Garth were sitting there talking about Hub. Just what worth does he have? What worth do e- either one of them have? And quite frankly, I think Harold has articulated that same thing. Um, that you know he's retired. He joins the group. So Hub in that clip taught those boys a lesson. And Harold, not really feeling like he had something to add, has come and added so much to this group. He's taught these boys here a lot, and we can all attest to that. He truly is a sage and really has Mm -hmm. spoken into all of our lives and give us an example, but walked out this thing with us too and been very transparent to share how he's growing in this thing just like we are. And Mm -hmm. it's it's a great encouragement because – you know, we're, we're never too too old to continue to learn. But yet also the stories that he brings that can speak in directly to what we're talking about is really cool because he's got a lot of stories. He does. He does. <laughs> and that leads into – that I cut in on you, Robbie. <laughs> That's Robbie. Uh, one of the things that I've loved about Harold, and it's likely unique to me, not very unique, Robbie, but unique – when I say something and I get blank stares and quizzical looks from everybody, he gets me. I'm and, sorry, Harold. <laughs> and he's got such, like Hub, he's got such a wild, wild, wild well, maybe wild, but wide range of experience mm-hmm. that he yeah. is usually right on point with anything anybody brings up. Yeah, he's a man that's, a very few words, but you want to hang on to every word that he says because it's so insightful. It's like, oh, it, it doesn't come across as a flippant comment. It's like, oh, I've been there. I understand. I get it. And if you thought about it this way and you're like, oh, no, I typically haven't. And there's very few men that you're going to say love God as much as Harold. I, I mean, he just has a huge dedication to God. He just, I mean, anything you're going to say in terms of biblical, you know, speak or anything, he's, he's there. He knows the scripture, he understands it. And he's just willing to just speak it. He's not going to sit there and hide it. Like we we're saying earlier, he's a man that's going to fight for that. 
mm-hmm. and just speaking into our lives on a continual basis is just one of those great treasures that, you know, you don't get that very often mm-hmm. to have somebody like that that's in your life that has been there and done that. And what I keep picturing with Harold that Jacob wrestled with God. And when I picture all that anger, whether it was the road rage or the kickboxing and all that stuff, that was all his version of wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. And finally, the, you know, yeah. the final match in which God finally won was, Jan, let me show you how to re- rearrange that dishwasher to get more <laughs> dishes out of it. That's why I think finally broken. It's like, now go joy, enjoy retirement and under, really grow with me. And you, you see the, the softer side of Harold. I can't picture him being all that angry. I just can't. I, I've never seen it. I just can't do it. And Robbie has... If you were part, uh, yeah. if you were part of the conversation on zipper merging, you would have. Oh, yeah. I was there. Oh yeah, I was a part of that. But by that time, Harold's already oh, calmed that. down. You know, he's like, yeah, I get it. But it's just one of those things that that's where you see maturity in a sage. It's like, don't go where I've gone, guys. I, I've been there, done that, and just, just trust me on this. And you, and you don't walk away thinking you've been talked down to. You walk away going, I need to listen to mm-hmm. that. And you said something that triggered something to me. You said he, we want to all love God the way he does. We also want to love our wives the way he does. Yep. We want to lo- love our friends and our brothers and sisters the way he does. He, I don't have too many role models left, but you're one of them. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Rodney, you're next with Robbie. Uh, here comes some secret sauce. <laughs> yeah, I'm to spill it. Here we go. Oh, man. You talk about something that's like a target-rich environment. Robbie is it. I think what I would like to do is just play the clip, and then we will just talk after that. Okay. Here we go. Here's a clip on Robbie. On Robbie. From, oh, here we go. Live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. How fun is it? It's just <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding, isn't it? <laughs> and so you knew at the end of all those shenanigans, I actually would have a riddle. You're exactly right. And so how cool is it? <laughs> we are going to have a blast today. You're going for the Hebrew answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's good i like that that's you exactly right Probably, i wanted to say that your, your laugh is contagious how fun you are absolutely correct <laughs> so if i took just john three sixteen and said for god so loved robbie <laughs> this is the year that robbie's my favorite which i call the rsv the robbie standard version <laughs> how fun is that right yeah we got to play some shenanigans here <laughs> So here we go. You'll be able to hear it in its in its high ten in its high in the complete show. And I yeah, I, I can't say it. It's funny. Entirety. Thank you. Isn't that awesome? And so I'm going to say you're absolutely right. 
<laughs> you are both right. No, you're exactly right. You're a winner. So you're exactly right. That's outstanding, isn't it? <laughs> That was good. Oh, man. That was a labor of love. That was fun. That was, that was so much fun. I was just sitting there putting that together. Just I was dying. It had to become from one of his most faithful listeners, too, right? Oh, my gosh. I just... I wish there were ways to go find other stuff that I want to put in there so bad, but I just, I had to go, I could take the stuff that happens the most often and use that and put that out there. I thought it was wonderful, but I mean, Robbie, the first thing I think about is just like we were talking about, like with Harold, you get, Robbie's got that voracious appetite for God and he's in the word all the time. His prayer time in the morning is something that everybody would cherish with God and he does it so faithfully, which is his name with God. And that that's just something that I, I always saw in him. And it, again, he gets up in the morning and his favorite radio station comes on, W-G-O-D. <laughs> and that is, you know, again, that's there's other clips that I really wanted to get on there. And then, so one of his big things is he's always talking about, like when I first came to my first boot camp was Prego spaghetti sauce. You know, it's in there. It's like Prego spaghetti sauce. And, and you're just like, he has all these sayings, you know, that he just keeps bringing on and on. And I want, that's where I really wanted to go. I was, I was wanting to be able to fill in about five to 10 minutes worth of just Robbie's clips. And I'm, I'm listening to these shows. I'm just laughing putting them together and I got to stop listening. It's like, no, I got to clip this. I got to get this out. I got I to gotta put something over there. So when you have all this passion and then it's basically just completely wrapped in humor, he just, he can't help it. He just starts laughing. I mean, I'm half the time like, what's he laughing at? I don't know what, he just starts talking. He starts laughing at himself because he knows something's in his head that's not, just not coming out of his mouth yet. But he's thinking about something that you just don't understand. And then he starts talking like, Oh, okay. I see what's going on because <laughs> his mind just goes to different places. Like we learned about Dusty this year at boot camp. <laughs> I mean, I never would have thought Dusty was in the Bible, but Dusty's in the Bible. That's Adam. You know, Adam's dust is dirt, you know, so it's now Dusty. And you, you learn about these things and you're like, okay, there's another Robbieism. It's like, you can't keep up with them. He's like I said, he's a target rich environment. And so another one, he, he, he says, not done this much later, but it's on like Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. He said it at a boot camp a couple <laughs> did, times. Yeah. Did he do it this yeah, time again? Yeah, because yeah, I, I must have just been uh, oblivious to that this time. But he, he just loves coming up with something that completely describes something in different words, which is 100% Robbie. Because he just he's not going to give you just the same old run-of-the-mill talk, speech, presentation of something you've heard a thousand times. It's like... Oh, I never heard it that way before. It's just completely Robbie, and it's it's wonderful because his passion for the Word of God, his passion for the Hebrew, that he's what maybe four years now or so you've been doing that. That it's it's wonderful because you get to learn all these things, and then when he gave us all the Hebrew word, that's all Robbie, and he sees that like calling out your glory, and he's just he's somebody that wants to do that, and that's why. We do word of the year. It's why we do a lot of things we do is because Robbie leads us in that. We watch him go and we watch him have these experiences with God and in his word and learning and wanting to share. And I just, 
you know, Thanksgiving season's perfect because it's so thankful to have somebody in my life that's willing to not only learn for him, but the whole reason he learns it is because he wants to share it. And he just shares and he shares and he shares. And that's why he's faithful. He's, you know, just who he is. And we learned more and more about the secret sauce. And he already said whack-a-mole earlier today on the, sh- on the first show. And I'm like, all right. He already took one and <laughs> rang that one up that it was always out there too. But I, I couldn't get enough of his laugh in those clips. And I just wanted to <laughs> keep finding more. Cause I'm just sitting there just dying. That's why I had to repeat that last one too. Because I'm like, that, I thought that one was just the, the classic Robbie laugh. Rodney, I think you really got him in his in his eternal his entirety entirety his complete story. Yeah. <laughs> well, kicking kicking of uh, the can a little further down the street on that idea of faithful, he can probably tell me I don't know how many years that he drives over to Moxville on Thursday mornings, and we have a meeting, uh, a small group meeting there's five at most of us usually but he also does a devo at the nursing home and he's been doing that for how long robbie since 1998 1898 no no that would have been me (laughs) but but uh, you know the idea of his faithfulness to people uh is just outstanding uh the labor of love where they take care of vehicles for people that that need help just on and on the things that this man does that most people don't realize i love him love and laughter can you listen to him for more than a couple minutes without smiling at least if not breaking out in laughter i can't (laughs) yeah and i love that about it right and jesus labor of love I mean, what that has become and how much it meant to so many people that, you know, I love the stories that he tells. Because, again, I, I listen to the, the Robertsons, their podcast, and they send Jace out. Jace travels and does something for a show, and then he comes back with all these stories of what's happened to him. I'm like, Robbie and him would get together. You two would have a great mm-hmm. time because all I ever hear out of Robbie is, oh, yeah, when I moved from, you know, Colorado and, or <laughs> when I uh, went here, went there, there's constantly yeah. stories. And they're, and they're not just – Okay, that's interesting. It's it's downright knee slapping. Yeah, when I'm hilarious. selling jewelry in Mexico one time, right? You know? <laughs> exactly. It's like you, what you can't make this stuff up. And we all know Skipper Wagner will never be the same. Right? No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a nervous twitch every yeah. time he talks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, here's here's a BB gun sound. He's like, yeah. ah. Yeah. The funniest <laughs> story is is the uh, I don't know Debbie and the. Um, Coming back from Colorado and the yarn got caught in the steering wheel column or whatever. <laughs> yeah, when she forgot the keys to the car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I had to pull the steering we wheel. We probably, probably yeah. don't have time for that <laughs> right now. It's a long it's story. It's a long story. But it's a funny one. It is. Yeah, it is. yeah I just think of just joy. Just joy, and, and everybody's touched on it, but just laughter and joy but just uh totally a positive attitude spoke into my life in times when i really needed it as i was struggling through doing these talks i can remember one time i just butchered one out of coming out of boot camp and what's rodney do robbie do he calls me up i think i'm at the beach when he does it he says hey i want you to host my show next week i'm gonna be gone what (laughs) did you not hear what i did (laughs) you don't want me anywhere near mike 
And sure enough, I mean, uh, had a friend come on with me, and actually it was quite therapeutic and healing. Um, it, it was still rough, but it was, it was what I needed. And uh, he just saw that and spoken into my life a lot, um, personal, some relationship stuff and all, and just uh, been a, uh, just a very close friend and um, my fellow uh, trout pond fisherman. So. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. I would add that, uh, yes, I agree with everything you guys have said. Uh, to watch Robbie come alive at boot camp on a talk, there is nothing uh, to match it. You know, first of all, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> you know, it, it's you know what the topic is, and you think you know where it's going to go, and you don't know how long it's going to go. Oh, it's yeah, it's I'll an tell adventure. You, it's a lot of fun trying to keep up the PowerPoint with yeah. where he is. Hey, you know, I'm looking at the next slide, and it's nowhere near what he's talking He's like about. 10 slides ahead of you already, and then he goes back to that slide. You're like, and, uh, are we at the beginning or are we the end? Wait, it, where are we at? And his cop-out is, well, God took over. I can't help that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's very unique, isn't it? Yeah, I definitely want to give Robbie credit, though. This last boot camp, man, he handed me the notes for his talk, and they're normally about 50 pages, and it was three pages, and it was bullet points. I was a little nervous, but, I mean, he took it all the way down to the prayer. He's like, all right, 40-second prayer. And right when the timer hit zero, it was amen. It was done. Well, so. one of the things that I observed is that he would not be anywhere near where I thought he was, mm -mm. but it was better. Yeah, 100%. When he varies, it's actually more powerful than what he had down on the paper. Yep. Yeah, we would never know because we don't see the paper. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe he's right that it's that God thing. It yeah. could be. There's a paper? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> It's in like 47 font, but there's a paper. <laughs> One word per page, I mean. Yeah, yeah. C, Robbie, talk. <laughs> That's pretty much how that goes. <laughs> I'll decide four. Now. Yeah, I, I, two yeah. hours later. Two hours later, yeah. <laughs> you know, guys often have to get up and go to a bathroom break. It's not often they have to have a lunch break in the middle of a talk, but once in a while, you know, it's like, anyway. But uh, we are, we're going to be wrapping up this segment here pretty soon. But before we get going, is there anything you guys would like to add before you know, the music starts playing here? Oh, it's playing. <laughs> yeah, isn't it awesome? Yeah. The people love each other and have this. Yeah, and we love you, Robbie. We give you a hard time. You know, and, and we love this topic, and we hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we are. But we love loving on one another and showing how God loves us. Picking on one another is a love language for men. It is, and absolutely. And we pick yeah. on both of you. Kind of like a reverse roast, right? It is. Yeah. It is. Wow. It is. Okay. Well, go to masculinejourney.org for any upcoming events. We don't have any currently, but we will soon, <laughs> so be checking that often. And this week, go out and ask God who you can love on this week and love on them well and look for their glory. Talk to you next week. This is The Truth Network.